the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Thanks for listening to the Town Hall Review with Hugh Hewitt podcast, bringing to you the best voices on the stories and issues that matter. Helping make it all possible is the generous partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. Here's another piece I'll trust you enjoy. Job Creators Network continuing to do do amazing work. Uh, Alfredo is the president and CEO of Job Creators Network, and he's probably best equipped to answer this tough question we're asking today about these jobs numbers. But first, Alfredo, I got to play this for you. Here is the 46th president of the United States in action. America is a nation that can be defined in a single word. I was in the foot, foot, excuse me, in the foothills of the Himalayas with Xi Jinping, traveling with him. I guess we traveled 17,000 miles when I was vice president. I don't know that for a fact. Alfredo, we're in trouble. <laughs> I think he was trying to say supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. That would have made more sense. That I could have understood. Now, I can relate. As a longtime Mary Poppins fan, I could have related to that. I mean, honest to Pete, we have got a president. You know, one of the great questions is... Is it deliberate or is he just out of it? Is it just, is he infirm? Is he senile? But at the end of the day, one thing Alfredo Ortiz knows and the Job Creators Network knows, he has not been good for small businesses in America. Yeah, Mike, he really hasn't. And look, you know, I, I actually feel bad for the president. Whatever his condition is, whatever it is, I mean, I, I hope it gets addressed. I hope. You know, whatever is happening to him does get addressed. But, you know, the reality is, is that he's the leader of our country, and that's what's scary, right? It is, um, and it's and, and it's and, dangerous. And it's dangerous it's, for, it, for our economy. It it's dangerous for, for business. Yeah. I am so tired of watching yeah. the way entrepreneurs and small business owners' backs have been broken. They are desperately trying Absolutely. to stay above water. Nobody knows that better than you guys do. And I want to talk about the Great Opportunity Project in just a moment. But before we get to that, the Labor Department releases these numbers. The fewest jobless claims in 54 years. Historic unemployment. Um, last week's total of Americans who filed a new claim for unemployment benefits, but one of the lowest numbers we've seen in five decades. And yet, and yet, all of us are witnessing and experiencing an incredible labor shortage in, in the interactions we have with companies, with businesses, customer service, they need people. They keep telling us they don't have enough people. Here's an email I just got from Greg in Albuquerque, New Mexico. He says, Mike, you're right. Two of my favorite restaurants here are now closed one day a week, each due to staffing shortages. Alfredo, can you help us reconcile the, this, this, this issue or this contradiction of the government bragging about historic low jobless claims and, and, and low unemployment, and yet everywhere we go, it looks like companies can't fill the jobs. Yeah, that's right, Mike. You know, the, the saddest part I think that we've seen over the past couple of years since the Biden administration really uh, you know, basically took over was what, what I call basically the destruction of the American work ethic. 
Um, you know, it was, it's, it's now kind of okay. They made it okay to not work, right? They just kind of sit around, um, collect unemployment checks or collect, uh, uh, you, you know, checks from the government. Um, and frankly, if you look at the savings rates, this is, remember, Mike, we used to say that the, a lot of the stimulus checks and a lot of those, uh, checks for, you know, during the COVID period really weren't required. And if, right. if you gave that to the American public, inflation would go through the roof. I mean, I predicted, you know, uh, almost 10% inflation by the end of uh, last year. And I was pretty darn close. Right. You're right? right. Because when you look at the savings rates, Mike, the savings rates have exploded. So now I think overall, the American public is kind of still saying, look, I still have a good savings account. I kind of want, like this uh, not working thing. You saw the great, what is it called? The great resignation. I think it's up to like 5 million people have signed on to the thing that basically says, hey, it's cool not to work. Um, and I like the federal government paying for, for me not to work. Right. And so, so they kind of have destroyed that. And so we've got to bring that back. And, you know, um, and, and that's why I actually I applaud also the Republican governors uh, across, across this country because, you know, they actually really never effectively shut down. Um, you know, they did what they had to do. They balanced, you know, the, 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 the state of the economy with the state and health of its citizens. But in the end, they balanced it correctly. When you look at their unemployment numbers, for example, it's a healthy economy. Right, it is a healthy economy, but yes, Mike, labor shortage definitely exists. Um, you know, I, I heard you know a friend who basically uh, down in Jacksonville, um, he was hearing how the uh, ATC towers, the, the air traffic control tower, didn't have enough staffing, so they had to shut it down. They shut down the southeast corridor of air traffic because of that. I mean, these are these are real shortages now that are hitting not only small business but our entire economy. You know, I, I, and, I have a know, theory. Let me let me try let me try a theory out on you because you touched on something when you talked about people. Because and, and when I talk to business owners, that's what they say. They say people got a taste of not working with COVID. They liked it. They don't want to have to work if they don't want to work. They're going to stay home. I think people have hoarded their pandemic relief checks. A lot of people in some cases, in many cases, made more staying home than they did when they went into the office or in the workplace. They do have a nice little savings stockpiled, and they're living off of that, and they're staying home. I mean, is that an oversimplification, or is that possibly what's going on? I actually think that's exactly it, Mike. I mean, I think savings rates went from a historic 8 to 9%. I think they're close to 30%. They had actually been above 30%, but I think now they're like 28 29%. So people still have quite frankly, a lot of money in their savings account that they're kind of, you know, uh, basically uh, using to kind of see that the, the no work situation, you know, for them. But but that's all going to end, right? And that's where we got to stop giving these government checks because we're just continuing, uh, you know, uh, kind of fueling and funding this thing. And it, it just got to stop. It's really killing the entire economy. It's the supply chain. It's the labor shortage. Yes, restaurants across the country, Mike. I mean, I've heard this time and time again. Where people have gone now from, you know, restaurateurs, restaurant owners from seven days a week down to four days, down to three days sometimes, you know, where they're literally only open Friday, Saturday, and Sunday because that's the only labor that they can afford. And so, you know, this is a serious issue and it's just going to get worse. Now, there's good news from the states, and this is something that you guys are are focusing on. Um, Red states, of course, I don't know a whole lot of Democrat governors who are enacting policy reforms that are helping small businesses and their employees and their economies grow. But many governors are. Tell us about the Great Opportunity Project, Alfredo. Yeah, Mike. Well, look, I mean, right now, honestly, there isn't a healthy debate 
about economic policy and what is the best. And we, we, we saw what happened in the Trump administration, right? Lower taxes, lower regulation, we had a booming economy. And then you kind of see what's now going on under the Biden administration where you have booming inflation because you basically have an administration that believes that you can just keep borrowing and borrowing and borrowing against this economy, right, and keep putting that into social programs. It's actually this fancy term that uh, Janet Yellen and others call modern monetary theory, which is this crazy idea that basically says that. Just keep borrowing and pay for these social programs, and it's not going to impact the economy. I mean, how ridiculous is this? Every socialist country in this world has tried that and has failed. What works is what we know best is what the Trump administration had in place right for that booming economy, which was, frankly, government getting out of the way, getting regulations down, getting tax rates down, and allowing entrepreneurship and American dreamers to do what they need to do, which is really to invest back in this economy and do it the right way and, frankly, have reward for that. I mean, that's the other thing the Biden administration is basically doing. They're stomping on this idea that if you are too successful, we're going to take that that success from you, basically. Yeah, punishing wealth people. taxes and stuff like that that they're proposing. I mean, trillions of dollars in wealth taxes that basically says it shouldn't be a wealth tax. Call it for what it is. It's a success tax. Right. So, Mike, if you're successful, if I'm successful in our small businesses, guess what? You're going to be too successful. We're going to take that from you. You're going to be right. too successful. We're going to take that from you. That's where we are right now. That's exactly, And that's what the left likes to do. The Democrats love to punish financial success, unless it's their own, of course. And then, uh, and then it's a different matter. Alfredo Ortiz is our guest president and CEO of Job Creators Network. This is an absolute great opportunity for you to lift up this tremendous organization. Go to thegreatopportunityproject.com. I want you to sign their petition telling the government, our representatives in D.C. need to hear from us. There is strength in numbers. Go to thegreatopportunityproject.com, sign the petition telling them not to raise taxes and to make President Trump's tax cuts permanent. Go to thegreatopportunityproject.com. OpportunityProject.com, TheGreatOpportunityProject.com. Alfredo, final note here, and I don't want people to panic, and I don't want to depress people on a Monday, but this is a little bit depressing. Uh, all morning I saw stories on in the mainstream media about COVID cases on the rise and whether or not communities are going to start issue, reissuing and, uh, and imp- re-implementing COVID restrictions. These COVID restrictions again, have broken the backs of our small businesses. What what are you hearing through your channels at Job Creators Network? What do you think they're going to be doing? And what will it mean to an entrepreneur or a, a business owner if they come back with more of these onerous, draconian COVID restrictions because cases are on the rise in a number of states around the country? You know, Mike, I, I, I've heard the rumblings, but I, I think this time around, the American public is just not going to stand for it. I just don't think they're going to stand for it. I think they're going to put their foot down and say, enough is enough. You tried it before. We trusted you. You failed. You, you know, shame on you. If we let you do this again, shame on us. I just do not think the American public is going to allow for that to happen again. I don't think so either. We're going to find out from our listeners. Alfredo Ortiz, keep fighting the good fight. It's always great to check in with you. Again, please go to thegreatopportunityproject.com and lift up this tremendous organization because our elected representatives need to hear from us. Thanks, Alfredo. Keep fighting the good fight. Thank you, Mike. Take care. All the best. 16 before the hour in the relieffactor.com studios. Thanks for listening to the Town Hall Review. Our program is coming today in partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. It's America's most unique graduate leadership programs offered on Pepperdine's breathtaking campus in Malibu, California. Learn more at publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu. 
If you're enjoying the podcast, please tell a friend to go to Town Hall Review and sign up as well today. This is Carol Platt-Lebow for townhall.com. Americans of modest means are hurting because of our economy. Between November 2020 and November 2021, gas prices rose by 58 percent. Food was up 6 percent and apparel costs 5 percent. Real average hourly earnings fell 2 percent during the same period. Elites in media and politics should be working hard to come up with solutions to alleviate the misery. But they're not. Bloomberg Opinion tweeted suggestions for those earning less than $300,000 per year. They included, quote, take the bus and try lentils instead of meat, unquote. Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg also told Americans to hop on the bus. He advised those struggling with high gas prices to buy an electric vehicle, unaware that a $60,000 car is out of reach for most. Last year, Jen Psaki told Americans to lower their expectations about the supply chain. That seems to be the elite's overall slogan these days. Sorry, elites, that's not good enough. That's not leadership. I'm Carol Platt-Lebow. The Pepperdine School of Public Policy, America's unique graduate program for leaders. Learn more at publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.